0: This is Cecinas Pa, a Star Trek, and I am Van Velding. I'm Skilltel. And we are talking about The Orville, Seth MacFarlane's uh, high-minded remix of Star Trek. This week we're looking at Episode
1: 7, Wesley Get Off the Grass. Or, uh, what's the proper title? Majority Rule. Uh, There's a bunch of Star Trek references in here. Uh, We start out right off the bat with... Uh, the mind-wiping chair from Dagger of the Mind and Whom Gods Destroy from the original series.
0: Yeah, I can can see that. I think Who Watches the Watchers, the one where they're doing an anthropological study of the primitive Vulcans, also kind of works here. Um, What I really get from this is the Family Guy episode Mr. Griffin Goes to Washington, where there's a scene in it where Lois goes that's it, children under three shouldn't smoke. And it has this message about tobacco lobbyists and politics but that message gets drowned under in everything else about the episode Uh, I think this episode has some of that in it too
1: I'm only a bill uh yeah it's uh that kind of political spectacle I think also comes in with uh bread and circuses from the original series you have a a planet that's almost exactly like earth and the public is being distracted from real issues just like who watches the watchers this is pretty closely modeled on justice from the next generation which is why i said wesley get off the grass
0: i was gonna say because that's the one where wesley accidentally breaks a law on a um Aryan sex planet and they want to execute him for messing up a flower bed or something yeah it's uh not the most loved episode
1: of season one um <laughs> yeah and That scene actually is what convinced me that John Lamar here is uh, Wesley. People might think he's supposed to be a cognate for Jordy, but him dancing with the statue here is almost exactly like Wesley getting into the whatever that garden was in the Death Zone.
0: Really convinced. I think Lamar put his back into it more than Wesley did, but yeah, you know, give or take.
1: Right, and. If you've seen next generation i don't think uh you'd be surprised or disagree really if i called wesley a time-traveling space jesus mostly i would agree with that yeah okay and because lamar is wesley i think he is also a time-traveling space jesus or he will be on the orville uh if you remember uh spock from the animated series he goes back in time and saves his child self in yesteryear and Alexander, and the next generation Worf's son, he comes back in time to save his father at some point. We've already seen time traveling in this show. And if you watch the interplay between adults and Finn's kids, I think you will notice some interesting things, especially in the characterization of Lamar as a intelligent person that routinely gets called dumb, and uh, Finn's older kid who's intelligent like the younger kid, but also gets called dumb.
0: Hey. Right. I hadn't really noticed that. Yeah.
1: Um, something to watch for, yeah, in the upcoming episodes. And it's important to me that I call him a time-traveling space Jesus because, if you remember, Finn could never find a man that she wanted to have kids with. Her kids are Immaculate mm-hmm. Conception. She is literally uh, the Mother Mary here to them to their space Jesus. <laughs>
0: yeah I mean to the to the the uninitiated yes yeah um, um since this
1: is probably gonna be where we talk about Lamar, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out in uh new dimensions, which mm-hmm. has another scene which confirms that he's Wesley and not Geordie, but in new dimensions he there's that whole deal about him concealing how good his test scores were, and yeah. You see, he has some distress over people finding this out, but there's a scene there where Grayson has just left the room where there's a lot happening on his face, and I really believe that he cheated on those tests. I mean, he could be smart, he could be competent, (laughs) but I think he just found the, like, test results, memorized them, went back in time, and took the test, and that's how he aced it. I think that's... It's
0: complex. As someone who is competent but issues responsibility. I have nothing but sympathy for the character of Lamar. Would love to at all times shrug off the heightened expectations that come with doing good at tests. But you know, maybe. Maybe we'll find out in season two.
1: Yeah, and this episode. Well, I feel like that's a good characterization of him.
0: I mean, we do spend all that time establishing his character. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I feel like that's a good characterization of his character. And this episode spends a lot of time establishing kind of a baseline of uh dumb behavior or a slacking off or whatever you want to call it and then it throws him
0: under the bus for it completely under the bus like irrationally under the bus because he has to be so totally ignorant n- not just of of this planet's specific history but of the general social behavior that's cut pasted from humans i i do not get the events of this episode
1: hey man they were playing stickball, oh. and that girl threw the ball way over there into the death zone. He was just doing his best to I mean, catch it.
0: So the deal is, is that if you get too many downvotes on Reddit, you're a criminal. And then if you get more, they will lobotomize you. Um, and so all he has to do is to give a genuine apology, and he won't be lobotomized. <laughs> but that's beyond him. He can't, he can't wrap his head around it. Um, and,
1: well, it's never explained. He wraps his head around it once it's explained to him. And then he just can't do anything about it.
0: He just can't do it. But the the message of the episode is that he is an unfairly prosecuted outsider and who is punished on a set of arbitrary social norms, which he has violated. Um, I
1: think there's a lot that
0: the episode could have done with that. Like, there's the... Um,
1: yeah. Department of Corrections wordplay that they use and they could have yeah used it to make some sort of criticism of the criminal justice system. They could have gone into a little bit of how uh, celebrity on Twitter and social media how people get unfairly judged and how something can just happen and how that plays out. Um, I,
0: it's, I just... Community and Black Mirror did similar episodes. Um, I saw the Community one, and it was amazing. Uh, the The Black Mirror one, I've kind of heard about, and it seems pretty solid. I'm just not satisfied with this because we're, we're so far outside of it. Um, like, what is it trying to say?
1: Well, there's the... I do not follow foreign news very closely, but I understand that China is looking to implement a system very much like this and that they have a popular social app that is already sort of close to this it's your ability to get like yeah like
0: sesame credit or something, or oh, something that like sounds that.
1: close i did yeah. not uh look it up in between uh, when we talked last <laughs> i did event. look
0: it up but then i forgot
1: <laughs> i think it's useful sure. for the show to do this i don't know how much it plays overseas but it's important to look at social issues like this with china being such a heavyweight even if we do not care about china if that seems far away u.s credit store u.s credit scores already kind of do this they'll look at your facebook yeah. or media presence for for not like uh faux pas but you can get your credit score dinged just anytime someone looks it up if you're getting a car like and shop around a bit. Every time somebody looks up your scores, it'll ding your credit score down a
0: little bit. The deal is, is that it is far-reaching, and what goes into it is so unknown to the the average American as to be arbitrary, as arbitrary as the the mob mentality of this episode, where we're just like, oh, apologize a little bit, but not too much. But then here's a picture of you with a dog, so it's okay. Um, yeah, there's something valuable to be said about
1: purposefully manipulating the social <laughs> uh, social construct,
0: social landscape. I, I don't object with any of this episode's facts as presented. I, I object to its, to its forms and its conclusions. I think it has very many elements in it that are real to life. I'm just not satisfied with what it's trying to say. It's like a dictionary. Yeah, lots of truisms. What's your point?
1: Yeah, it's a lot like uh, the earlier episode of the season about a girl like that, where they have a, they're covering a broad,
0: important topic, but they're doing it mm-hmm. very shallowly. See, I don't know what its point. I mean, we do have these systems and they do have problems. And this episode says facts, but it fails to address any of it. Um, like the voting, the voting doesn't feel real. Um, Like we even go down to the countdown timer That conveniently stops at like 1 Well almost 1 But Close enough it doesn't matter Yeah almost 1 Like it's it's close yeah Um, But no social media system works that way It doesn't feel real And in 2017 I don't think it's unreasonable to ask for A more knowing depiction of social media In our regular media Um, Well
1: uh, Part of the point of this Point of part of the point of star trek is to uh look forward <laughs> and this is trying to look forward to where social media is more pervasive and i don't know that their main feed on this planet has overtaken cable news but it kind of mm. looks like it has where the main feed is like the structure everything else is embedded in
0: so it's i well, don't I mean, know it'd how be much like... hmm. i I, w- I would think it would work like reddit's front page where you do have a big front page that everybody goes to. Um and then that links you to other other things across the internet. That's fair. So Yeah. Um and like that that kind of works. Like the intuitive, okay, we have a feed. How does that work like something I know? And okay, it works like Reddit basically, where there's still all the T V shows and everything. But then the voting system itself and um, the way people interact with it, they they do go to some efforts to show us how it works, explicitly how it functions, and then its dysfunctions. Um, like they have they have a good scene where folks are referring to groupthink instead of facts. I'm sorry, deferring to groupthink instead of facts, um, and those are all specifically shown to us how it doesn't work. But then the functions of this society, how how things work well are implicit and and they might not even be intentional. Where you have uh like Lyselda, I think, who's our POV character, and she's a barista, but she lives in this big ass house by herself.
1: Yeah, I didn't um, notice
0: that. We look Yeah super good. But it's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened when they were writing it and 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 putting it together, it's like, oh look, we just need a nice house set. So they don't think that she's a barista. So they probably just get a queen size bed, a nice kitchen, whatever is around the set these days for them. And they shoot her in it and they're done. And they, you know, uh, f- five minutes of footage. So,
1: well, to their credit, but there's
0: no crime or war on this point. To yeah.
1: their credit on that point, I would mm-hmm. rather have that, I think, than have her be married to some higher earning guy who just shows up very briefly. I prefer the leaner episode, I wouldn't, even if it's... I would prefer a leaner, yeah. more sensible episode, but I think 50-50 is
0: okay score. I, um... <laughs> I just... Uh, you know, she, she could live with a roommate, she could have a smaller apartment, but it's not just that. I mean, there, there's no crime, there's no war. When you look at the feed, all criminal acts are done through the voting system right yeah so where's where's the guy that broke into someone's house last week that's being being downvoted on the feed where's the the trial by downvote and trial by the view where a cop is on there and he's like this real charismatic cop and he's like here's our evidence isn't it great and then he makes this clever little joke and people downvote the the accused that would Um, have been very nice and topical their biggest yeah and it it would have been great i'd have been hooked but instead we're talking about this social faux pas it which is supposed to make them hmm?
1: yeah it feels a lot like it's more focused on things people would find like on the street in hollywood like that guy who's mm-hmm. too uptight about his hat
0: <laughs> right and th- that's obviously a stab um at, at what they call social justice warriors who are like, you can't do that. It's appropriation. And they're making fun of those people. Um, Making fun of them while
1: also having a pretty reasonable reaction from Dr. Finn, even if maybe it's not like the socially optimal solution. It's a fair one.
0: Yeah. Well, that guy is, um, he's dialed up to 11 to be incredibly irrational and aggressive and confrontational about it because that's how whoever's writing this we don't don't need to get into that side (laughs) point Um, instead of going for like a realistic depiction of this where we go hey, here's a criminal issue Lamar's innocent and he's been accused of a crime that he didn't do, let's unpack what that criminal justice system looks like this planet's biggest problem is a guy grinds a fucking statue and can't find the woman's Wikipedia page, and so they're gonna lobotomize him, and it's like okay, like this is a stupid thing to lobotomize a guy for, but if they fucking fry one person's brain every three and a half days, that's 104 motherfuckers getting unjustly lobotomized a year. Like, Omalos has better numbers, but it's a close second to Omalos. Because, um, like, what's, what's the problem with this society otherwise?
1: I appreciate that the episode is pointing out how these things get elevated above actual issues but it would be very nice if they went more into that into like deconstructing (laughs) populism deconstructing how media manipulation works
0: and that that myopia of people being more worried about tiny things in their own view in their own world than big things that affect everyone and there's the it's like what do we learn from this episode in the final scene lycella looks at another issue that's coming up it's a Issue of public interest and she just goes click, not doing it.
1: She What's a lesson? <laughs> she's not even getting informed about it. She's just what, checking out? She's just drinking OJ. I, which,
0: That's what you should
1: do. Yeah. Which begs the question, is there life outside the feed on this planet? Can you survive without participating?
0: Tune out. Lamar was hanging at ten million down votes. This is an entirely industrialized 21st century planet. I assume that either there aren't many motherfuckers on this planet or a lot of people just don't fucking worry about it because that's like 10 million downvotes out of, we assume, 8, 9 billion people. Uh, that's not they great said numbers. said 20th century? That? Well, no, they have Twitter. 21st that's century. The 21st century. Yeah, okay. 8, 9 billion is reasonable. So however many we got. Yeah. So, and that's like one one-thousandth, one thousandth. One one thousandth thousandth of those people participating wow
1: yeah okay i don't want to get so, into
0: demographics and all that but like one million out of a billion is a, is a fair back of the napkin math on that right
1: I uh, i am super curious how it's uh that rate of participation compares to real world participation <laughs> or real american participation and democratic in like participation midterm elections yeah
0: that that's a fair it's a fair question.
1: Um, and one which I'm sure no so, other viewer of the show, like, thought of while they were watching the show. It would be great if they were more pointed about that.
0: There's so many questions that aren't answered, and there's so few actual conclusions we come to that are satisfactory. It's an episode with a lot of potential, but I don't feel like it goes anywhere, and I'm, I'm generally dissatisfied about it. I
1: feel it. like it aims low. Like the intended audience are people.
0: I feel like the writers pitch this to, to each other, honestly.
1: Well, it's Gonna say like it's aimed at kids, but kids probably know social media
0: better than people the writer's age. It feels lazy. And before in the in the planning we're talking about um the Black Mirror episode, where this lady runs into people who have coffee, spills coffee on them, or spills their coffee, and they give her downvotes for that. And the same thing happens here. The same thing happens in this episode.
1: Feels like they're drawing from a common source. Yeah
0: yeah like they're like, what, what can we do for this that's great what can we do for this that's great what can we do for this and it's just like the first thing that came to mind came to mind when on the episode i, I hope this is a crumple zone where they just phoned this one in so they could work on other episodes in the season
1: that's definitely a
0: possibility i believe it's time for me to pitch an episode yeah um how would you fix this allegory i wouldn't fix it i would just try to Do an allegorical story, and the allegory would be, um, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, The Orville offers to help this computer that runs a planet full of people, and it turns out that it's actually groups of computers, and each one of them, they vote on when to help the people on the planet. Um, they vote purple to send a package to help the people and yellow not to and if they send the package there's a side effect maybe it's radioactive maybe they shoot it with a rail gun and it blows up a house or something there's a side effect the the guardians of the computers are split into two camps yellow and purple and they never change their minds they always feel the same way send the package don't send the package and because the guardians don't change The votes are different and they don't know why. They're not sure why. The the people on the planet do have the ability to vote, but they do it so rarely that the computers think it's more likely the other camp is interfering with the vote rather than uh, that people have an honest input on this. So the Orville team goes down there and uh, they investigate and the computers don't tell them that people can vote because it's just a non-factor for them. They're just being told something's interfering with the votes. So they meet the people and they investigate and it turns out that on the whole space station, a tiny part is for the guardians and the rest of it is just for the votes from the people. And once they educate the people, the people have a say and the issue is resolved and all people have to do is just participate um, and they can tell the computers, tell the guardians whether or not they want the packages that sounds really complicated but i don't think it is no that sounds pretty straightforward there's a lot of opportunity there
1: to talk about bias and misleading results in how statistics are presented and how uh surveys are conducted so there's a yes so the computers when they're talking to the orville they do it in stages before the orville starts unraveling this mystery So the viewer doesn't Mm -hmm. really start to question which things are untrue, but it turns out just about everything the computers tell them is untrue. So they have to work back through that. Uh, We don't have anything from the characters, romance, or career arcs in this. Uh, (laughs) So let's make it a main pairing between our chief engineer and the chief of medicine on the ship. Each one of them kind of champions the viewpoint okay. of one of the other of the computers because they were talking to different ones like they were delegated go one went to talk to one one went to talk to the other. Yeah. so they have different information so it'll be a little bit of conflict there. But there will also be mm-hmm. uh, some kind of career issue here. the like resolving this, the computers are legit for. Union members to interact with Because they're interstellar But maybe the population isn't So they have to be careful About how they do this And doing it right Yeah, makes sense Is I don't want it to really Like launch a career But I want it to be Like a reasonable s- Success on your record But Doing it the wrong way Will be yeah. catastrophic For your career And then it turns out Or I mean this will be obvious Anyone who's been watching The Orville But it turns out that Finn is still even though she's probably older and closer to the end of her career, she's still interested in advancing. And Lamar, who's yeah. young, is more laid back, and he's perfectly happy with a mediocre career. So we get uh, some kind of philosophical conflict there, also.
0: Okay, makes sense. So, um, you know, I, I think I think that's a good pitch. I think it's a little looser than some of our other pitches. It uh, it, but, it will know, need a it's a pitch.
1: Very careful work with the details (laughs) to keep it uh,
0: tense throughout the episode. But I guess that's it. Um, That's what we watching next week. It's next week we are watching the end of the fold. Sounds right. End of the fold. Yeah. And that's going to be a fun one. So um, many things (laughs) to say about that.
1: Just like this episode, you like it less than I didn't. Not that I was a fan of majority rule, but I think you liked it less than me. And I think the same will be true next week
0: probably did i think i like all these episodes a little less than you do Hmm.
1: so uh until we get a good sign off though see you next week